I'm Jakub Voigt, the CEO of Catalytic, and this is Unbundled Boost, a series specifically created to boost businesses in South Africa by letting passionate and committed business people share their stories. In this episode, we're chatting about efficiency, sustainability, and improving our business operate. And when we talk about all of these things, it can only mean one thing, and it's to do with HR and people. I'm joined by Diane Gomes, uh, MD and founder of Edmo Systems. Uh, Diane, welcome. Hi, how are you doing? Good and you. Tell us, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, my background is in payroll and HR and labor outsourcing. Um, we've been in business, well, I've been in the business for about 16 years. And, uh, yeah, it's uh, obviously in South Africa, um, in the, the HR uh, world it can get uh, you have to know your legal parameters and um, yeah it's it's been an interesting 16 years um, just based on my background I then decided to um, create a software that can assist other businesses with the same issues that I found I, I came across um, specifically with payroll um, as you know, well, as you may or may not know, um, payroll is something that can get a bit tricky, and it requires a lot of knowledge and background and uh, and legal understanding. And um, yeah, I just found that in the industry, um, a lot of people there are payroll softwares out there and HR software, but nothing. You have to have multiple software solutions in order to still achieve the same output. Um, and I had a couple of clients that were um, sent um, their employees offshore to go and work on the oil rigs. Um, and they had everything was manual. They used to capture all their timesheets manually, and we we had uh, teams and teams of people doing it all manually. And I just decided, I thought, you know, there must be something out there to assist with this to make sure that it um, we can do this properly and streamline the processes. Um, and I didn't find anything at the time, so I decided to build it myself. And <laughs> okay, so so you were you were one of those people that were either very popular or very unpopular because uh, <laughs> normally people are nice to you because you pay the bills and and if the if they receive their salaries late, then then uh, your car gets keyed. But so yeah. let's let's get cracking. Um, what, uh, tell us about Edma. What 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 does Edma Systems do? So Edma is, uh, it has various modules. It's specifically designed to improve processes. Um, you know, you've got businesses, we've got clients that are range from having 10 employees that are on the road to 2,000 employees in, very, in various departments that, that require um, either to be working from home um, or uh, working at the office or on-site or off-site and um it's very difficult for businesses to actually be able to, to manage all those different facets of the business uh, where people are doing are not necessarily all in one place. So our system um, allows employees that work remotely, for example, to clock on a mobile app. Um, there's a job costing app that the, the guys that are offsite on projects uh, clock in and out of and actually um, instead of writing everything on paper, it gets put into the app and digitally comes into our system. And then you've got the other side of it that maybe they've got installed devices in various departments to um, for access control. Um, so we can actually go into a business, look at all aspects of, of where their staff are and how they need to be managed and actually create a structure for them um, in order to feed all this data into one system. 
Um, and it creates timesheets and exports for payroll to pay the staff correctly. And then it also creates, at the same time, um, exports for the accounts department to see that they're actually coming within their budgets and their costing. Um, and what makes it so exciting is it's all real time. We've got management apps as well where the managers can actually see in real time what's happening in the operation. Um, and then we've obviously got an employee uh, self-service side that, that also allows employees to get. So what we're trying to do is to bridge the gap between the disconnect of each department in your business and have wow. a management to have overview. Um, and automation is such a big thing now. I think, um, you know, cloud-based and automation and digital transformation, they're all great buzzwords, but no one really understands what that means and how to implement it. Um, so we, our system is cloud-based. Um, so, you know, you can, we have clients that have to travel that when they go away over to, to overseas, uh, they can still log in and, and see exactly what's happening in their business, um, based on attendance, employee management and whatever, what, you know, depending on what module they've got. Um, so it really does allow for oversight of, of elements of the business that maybe people lose touch of, um, when they're using manual, uh, systems. Um, and, yeah, we're a little bit different in the sense that um, I like to think that if you're going to go digital, we have to do it properly. Um, you know, it's no good having five or six different software solutions that you're going to try and plug into each other, and there's always some element of manual intervention. Um, we we take all our apps. We make sure that every aspect of the business is covered. And uh, even in terms of HR, we're rolling out an HR app that allows people to onboard and discipline or performance appraisals on the app so you can get away with all this paperwork that um, – that everybody has um, and health and safety as well. So we, we're actually, we're not, we're more than just people management. We're also looking at the health and safety aspect of your people management um, and rolling out. Um, that's a very highly paper intensive um, aspect of the business um, and the legal requirements and the follow up and the checks in place that you have to have is quite costly as well. So it's elements of the business that we're looking at and saying, well, it's anything that's paper intensive. We're trying to um, to digitize that and and improve the process flows, where departments are actually talking to each other um, and talking about it in real time. It's no good writing your payroll and then seeing how much your labour cost you when you could have actually affected a change before your payroll was run. So those are the kinds of things that we work with with clients. Um, and obviously, the system is a is a way of measuring. Um, their plans that they might be putting in place and um, obviously then affecting change in their business um, from an operational perspective. Okay, that's, that's quite a mouthful. So you alluded to it earlier, um, but but um, I just want to go back to it. So wh- why did you decide to start a business? Because like you said, there are um, lots of other solu- potential solutions uh, in the market or, or uh, let's call it mainstream things. So it's quite a it's quite a difficult uh, process to to break into a market like that. Um, yeah. Um. So I. So what the biggest thing that I found was that you could. I found a soft certain software systems that could do aspects of what I was looking for, um, but not in its entirety. And we've taken it and said, well, uh, you know, I looked at it and I said, well, if we've got. Uh, if it can create timesheets, why, why not have the aspect of the employee that you um, can track, whether you've provided uniforms, um, whether the person's medically fit. You know, there's aspects of health and safety that implement, uh, that are, uh, affect HR um, and personnel in a big way. 
Um, so we've included aspects that other software solutions just don't think about. Um, and, and nowadays, I think, the, you know, there's so much out there, but unless you're putting it all into one system, it becomes still quite a disjointed um, operation to manage when you've got multiple, uh, you know, different types of software. So we very much, um, our modules all work together and are um, just that alone, allowing um, various people in the departments because um, your payroll and your HR, for example, only the payroll and HR people can actually look at that data. Um, yeah. We, whereas we provide not all the data that uh, that's that's from payroll, we provide enough data to the department managers for them to also successfully run their teams well, um, without actually asking payroll for data. So, there's certain things that I found um, software solutions out there before I built the software, just didn't quite um, cut it. Um, and you know, with the availability and the the, the the amazing things that technology, the, the way where it's going, um, I just found that you know we should try harder and actually improve what people are doing instead of just accepting what's out there. Oh, I love I love that. Um, so, who are your typical customers? So our customers range um, in size and location. So we've got clients that might have ten employees that are on the road and it's very service orientated. Instead of them going back and forth to the, the office to drop paperwork off, they obviously use the apps, and that's, that suits them because their business model might be a bit complicated in terms of what they, how they operate. Um, that's mostly the UK clients. We set up a UK business. They're very service-orientated. And then we've, ran, we've got clients that have got 2,000 employees, um, and the organization is spread across multiple branches um, across South Africa, for example. Some of them um, multinational, uh, multi, um, their branches are national and international. Um, so it's all about centralizing the data, making sure each person that runs with the software can obviously see their little bit that they deal with. But upper management obviously then has full overview of the whole organization, no matter where what you know where they are and how many sites they have. So would so you say found- would you say anything from let's say five and up or? Yeah, um, you know, even a business where you're looking at 150 staff, it's a lot of people to manage. Yeah. Um, and depending on what industry they're in, we're also not limited by industry. But uh, depending what industry they're in, they'll have different needs. And, and a smaller workforce doesn't always mean that it's easier to manage. So we look at, we go in and we can definitely help any business from any with any size, provided that they're interested in transforming their business. Oh, um, that's always the difficult portion, that. Yes. It's a very big change management uh, process that we go through. Um, what I get excited about is the onboarding, um, the implementation of the software is really interesting for the first three months because the business gets to find out a lot about itself going through that process. Um, I never really understood the, the, the words, you know, that disruptive software until I created the software <laughs> because um, I feel like people don't understand really what's going on. It's easy for, for businesses to grow and, and, and not really quite understand each element of their business. Um, and when we implement a software like this, you have to sit down and go through the detail. Um, and that's where the interesting conversations come up and, and how, you know, what, what you think might be happening isn't actually happening. Hmm. So it's, it's not just software. It's, it's, it's really our team. I've got an, an amazing team. Um, each of them in their own right has got many years' experience in what they do, from the development team to the support team to the operations team 
um, the sales team, they, um, they, they equally as determined and passionate about the product as I am, which is so, uh, so amazing to be a part of. Um, and, and I think that the interesting thing for us as well is we go into different businesses and, uh, implement the software and learn about other businesses. Um, and, and it's a fascinating, uh, project you always, it's an exciting thing to always get onto when you start a new project with a new client. I can only imagine. So tell me, um, um, how did this COVID world and lockdowns and this hybrid uh, world that's emerged uh, recently, how did that impact your business? Um, so we actually, yeah, it, it did have a big impact. Obviously, people are... Um, when they're locked down and their business can't function fully, um, it impacts us in terms of um, whether they want to put on hold implementing a software product like ours that's going to assist their business. Yeah. They, they won't want to do that if they're obviously not open. Um, but we have seen sort of towards the end of the last year and the beginning of this year, we really did have quite a nice um, – the businesses started opening up and actually getting realizing that from a cost-saving perspective – um, the, the software is definitely a need for them. Um, and that's very exciting for them as well because obviously um, when you're looking at your staff costs, it's a big uh, expense. It's, it's one of the larger expenses that any business will have. Um, so the fact that we can actually come in and we save them money on that, um, paying the staff correctly but also saving money is a, is a very big um, plus for us. So we are definitely seeing a, a better um, now that things have opened up a bit more, um, we're definitely getting a lot more calls. Um, it could be better. You know, development is expensive. Yeah. I've, uh, we've, uh, my husband and I have been putting in our savings to get the business going. And, um, you know, you, it's a product that we put everything into the product and obviously our team that manages it. So from a marketing perspective, you know, you need big money to market something like this. And that's yeah. where it's been a little bit um the COVID side has been a little bit uh, hard to deal with. But, but I would expect that um, in in uh, in the uh, let's call it the more disjointed working environment um, that um, an offering like yours should actually come to the forefront because it's it's actually going to help people to be to be more digital if we want to call it that. So like in a, in the can I say the olden days, uh, you know, it was easy because everybody came to, you know, to the office uh, in amongst the four walls. You could have HR or payroll, whoever, run around and say, here's a, a form or give me your leave form or this or that. And now it's more disjointed. So um, from a timing perspective, uh, uh, people should be looking for, for solutions like, like what you're offering at the moment. Definitely, definitely. So the fact that we have um, and in, in one organization, you could have certain people that are sitting at home having to work from home and others that are on the road and then others that are in the office and you have to be socially distanced. It's been a big impact on businesses and not being digital has definitely impacted them. Um, and, and a system like ours is definitely designed for something like that. Um, you know, it's, it's no longer a case of it being a luxury to have. It actually is a necessity nowadays. Um, we had the recent unrest in KZN uh, where businesses were burnt down and, and all that data that was stored, um, computers, everything lost. Yeah. Uh, and the beauty about a software like ours is it's cloud-based. They can get it from anywhere. They don't have to, doesn't have to be on-premise pre, um, on servers. So if anything happens to the business, you can still we, – we, we had no downtime for any of our staff, uh, any of our clients or staff because we, they could just go somewhere else. 
download the time she's paid them from there. So, you know, you kind of, um, it definitely is something that uh, businesses do need to consider um, from a cost saving, a people management, um, from an oversight, uh, you know, being able to overview everything from wherever you sit in the world if you have to travel. Um, in this day and age, it is definitely more of a necessity. Um, okay, so in in the email that uh, you sent and in some of your, your marketing collateral, um, you talk about efficiency, sustainability, and improving our business operates. And I, those um, are the things that's quite dear to, to our world as well. Um, because, you know, like you said, you know, we're all trying to, to, to create this ecosystem for digital transformation. So how would you um, demonstrate um, the improved uh, efficiency or processes or whatever? How would you demonstrate that to a customer? Because I assume that's part of the difficult um, processes. If you go and sit at a customer and you say, well, you know, if you implement this, you're going to get that and that. And, and people go, yeah, but we've been doing it like this for 20 years. So how do you guarantee me that I'm going to see what, whatever it is that you, you're talking about? Yeah, so um, it's quite an interesting question because that that uh, you know when you're impl- implementing a software like this, um, if you, if a cu- client is going from a manual process to something like this, there's obviously a bigger jump in change management because it's easy to to affect change in a, man- a manual process um, for no apparent reason or standardisation of any any sorts, um, and we pick up a lot of irregularities then. Um, when you're going from a manual process to a system, because now obviously it's 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 there's, you got to standardise, you know, everything you're doing. Um, one of the things that we find is is quite a plus on our side and how we can affect change is because our system is very user friendly um, on the front end. However, the back end handles uh, complex calculations. We've, we've got a shift rule set up. For example, if you go into a client and um, one of the things is that they say, well, we don't need to schedule our staff because we, we make sure that they schedule their staff. Hmm. We go through a whole um, discussion about why they don't schedule their staff, why don't they plan their staff. And the little things like um, if you sit and plan your staff, but you have no way of measuring so how your plan is effective, that's where you're going to um, lose out on money. A um, couple of minutes here and there where staff spend extra on breaks, not because maybe they don't need a break, but maybe because um, the uh, you know the, from a production point of view, maybe they've taken extended breaks and that's affected your production line, and therefore you haven't output the same amount as you used to. So these little things and, and those things add up. Um, you know, we're seeing huge savings for businesses that didn't realise a couple of minutes here and there every day for staff, a thousand staff members. Those, those kind of numbers add up. So. I think if you're not monitoring it, um, that's the biggest thing people aren't doing is monitoring it closely enough. And um, can you show that savings in your in your program? So let's say, for example, uh, you've deployed now to this company with a thousand staff, and let's say two or three months in, is it impossible for for uh, the business to have a to have a view and say, oh, we we uh, uh, squeezed out another hour or two or ten hours of production? Yes, we definitely. Um, so what we do is we actually do parallel runs with their apparel. We do comparisons from oh. uh, previous months. Um, a little, we've got a little client, a smaller, a small restaurant has two restaurants. Our first week of implementing, they saved ten thousand rand on their apparel. Wow! Just from putting information to the system and making sure people clock correctly, and, and they didn't realize 
you know, certain aspects of things that they were missing out on. So it's, uh, yeah, and that's a, that's a lot of money for a small business. And you look at the bigger businesses, um, we've saved in the millions 22.19% of apparel costs for, for a large business with more than 1,000 employees. It's a lot of money. That's massive. Um, and it's talking to them about these, the rules like, you know, you think to yourself, oh, well, someone's just going to clock in for the day and clock out, so what, you know. Um, but if you're not requiring someone to be at work and they do arrive, um, they're getting paid for it, but you haven't allowed for that in your budget. And by the time payroll comes, you can't do anything about it because, yeah. you know, you don't know it, you don't understand it until you're seeing it on the system and you say, well, sure, how does this happen? What we do is we put rules on the system to flag up certain things when someone's late, left early, when they're arriving early, when they shouldn't be there. So the shift rules are very important. Um, and just getting that mindset in to go, well, I'm going to plan my staff. Um, so that my output at the end of the month, um, we've actually got a, something called a schedule plan in the system as well that we're releasing. Um, and it actually allows you to schedule your staff against a budget. Um, and it actually shows you whether you're going to go into overtime or not, um, which is in, in this day and age with, with businesses now, it's a very important aspect to, to look at. I, I think it, and it might even be a little bit controversial, but I mean, I, f- I feel quite strongly about this whole, um, let's call it flexible working and all that type of stuff uh, where, where, yes, um, we're all adults and, and, and business has to allow a certain leeway. But at the end of the day, if you don't have visibility on it, um, like you say, the business can pro- probably by the time the business realize how much uh, – Productivity they've lost. It's it's almost too late. It's it's a it's a big uh, shift to make. So That's exactly it. You know, and I think there is a negative connotation around um, timekeeping. I think um, I put up a couple of uh, ads on Facebook, and uh, sometimes the, 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 the just saying that you know we, we monitor productivity, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, and and um, it's not necessarily our target market, but it's nice to be on all the social media. Yes. But um, you know, sometimes there's negative to it. People think that you you you're trying to be the big brother, but it's more if, if people could understand that from an employee perspective, if the business is able to um, to manage their staff correctly, um, it helps the productivity and the capacity for gaining more clients and therefore make the, the business sustainability is yeah. there and they have a job for longer. So I think um, there's, there is controversial, um, there's controversy around uh, timekeeping and all these things, but I like to think of it from there's positives and negatives. I think uh, these employees that you never know, they're arriving to work early and always putting in their best because they don't put their hand up and say so. Um, and a system like that can also tell you this. So we look at, uh, we've got little employee dashboards as well that we're releasing, which is great because you can then see, um, so you can see the positive and the negatives and sort either of those out in the appropriate manner. Um, and I think it's just about giving clients or our clients information that they can use to better manage their, their, their staff and their business. And um, like the old saying is, if you can't uh, measure it, you can't manage it. Exactly. That's logical. So um, what are the, the – it almost feeds into this, this uh, negative uh, view of timekeeping, but, but what would you say is the biggest hurdle that, you, that your business faces? So um, I was thinking about it, and I can only imagine that um, – I'm not sure who the, who the um, typical – person in a business is that you go and sell to if it's the FD or something like that but uh, when it's in those type of environments change is not uh, doesn't come easy and if, if they've been doing it for 10 or 15 or 20 years like that uh, I can imagine it might be a, it, it must be an uphill battle it is definitely I think the uh, you know people are resistant to change even if it's going to assist them 
Um, you know, we, we speak to different, depending on what type of business it is, um, you either speaking to um, the financial team or the HR team um, or the owners of the business or, or simply the board. Um, so it just depends. But ultimately, the, the, you know, they if they have a, agreed to a meeting to meet with us, there is some element of change they want to implement. Um, but it's just getting to understand what it is about the business and where their pain points are and making sure that um, our team is very transparent. If, if there's something we can't solve, we obviously tell them that. But um, nine times out of ten, if it's not already in the software, it's in our roadmap and our development team. Of, you know, We've got a long list of things that we need to add um, and are adding, and uh, the software is continually uh, innovating. Um, I don't believe that the development will ever be finished completely because you've got to keep innovating. Um, and, yeah, I think uh, if there's something we can do for clients, and it is difficult to talk to various people who do different things and have different pain points. Um, but ultimately, as long as you – the buy-in from from the team that we implement to is probably the hardest part. I think um, people are used – they get afraid if they're not used to working on software. And, um, and yeah, we, it's just our job from a training perspective to make it easy for them to transition and obviously keep holding their hand along the process. And I think our team does that really well. So, yeah, I think um, – Okay, so on to my uh, last question then. Um, one thing we try and do always here is to make things practical. So let's say somebody listened um, and it sounds interesting. Where do they start? So we have um, a website, edma.tech, and they can pop us an email from their sales at edma.cloud. Um, and our sales team will uh, contact them. They set up a meeting do a little demo of the software, um, and and it's really just a, a, a way to find out exactly what uh, pain points they have currently and how they want to uh, transform their business. And our guys will set up, yeah, and, and that's really it. It's all it takes. It's a little meeting um, to go through these things. Okay, fantastic. So we're going to put that up on, on LinkedIn when the, the podcast is, is produced, hopefully later today, and then we'll share all of those details, and then anybody that's interested, they must contact you guys, and then let's take it from there. Thank you so much, and thank you. I really appreciate the opportunity to sit and chat about this. It's this was super interesting. I, I, we, I think uh, we didn't have enough time. We're definitely going to do it again. Yes, I'd love that. And yeah, you guys are doing an amazing job. I'm so so excited that you set up this boost. Um, yeah, I think businesses really um, will see a lot from us. So I, I really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to Unbundled Boost, brought to you by Catalytic, a series that aims to boost business in South Africa. Remember, you can listen to all our episodes on the Cliff Central app or the website. And for added convenience, you can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, Google, or wherever you listen. If you want to know more about Catalytic, please visit us at catalytic.co.za.